Hello and welcome back to the Unemployee Podcast. My name is Austin Godbolt, Unemployee, and today I'm going to tell you a funny story about my first commission. The reason why I want to tell you this story is just so that you, you know, you realize that you don't automatically start at the top. You know, you have to come in and you figure, try and figure out what's working, what's not working, try and really build an actual online business. And, you know, you, <laughs> it, it's kind of funny thinking back, but, you know, it's one of those things that is the most exciting and frustrating time of your life because, you know, it's kind of a proof of concept. So uh, let's go ahead and talk. I started out, uh, as I've told this story a few different times before, I actually started out blogging. I have maybe five or six blogs at this point. Um, I would consider most of them dormant in that I don't actively upload content. They still actually bring in, bring me money in to this day. Every day I'm receiving money from Amazon and from having ads on the site. So that's pretty cool. Passive income. Um, my first site, um, I actually, it, it, it's monetized. It was monetized with both Google AdSense and with, with Amazon. Uh, because that's what everyone tells you to do. That's kind of the, the the first step into affiliate marketing. Go get an Amazon account and try and make three sales. The interesting thing with Amazon is that you have to make three sales before you can become a, um, so that your application can be approved. When you first get started with Amazon, you are put on probation and you have to get three sales within like 180 days. And if you don't get those three sales, your account's disproved. But you can actually re reapply over and over again. But the weird thing with Amazon, and this is kind of getting off on a tangent, but the real thing, weird thing with Amazon is that when you reapply, they give you a different user name. For example, let's say my new my username was Alston1234, and I don't make the three sales, I have to apply again and give me a different username like Alston1237. And that can be kind of annoying and frustrating if you are if if you have a bunch of affiliate links on let's say 30 or 100 blog posts you've got to go back through each one of those blog posts and change those affiliate links or else you won't get credit so that's something to think about if you ever get started with blogging on amazon one way around that is to i guess um send all of your all of your affiliate links to one page in your website and then have that one page actually link out to Amazon or, you know, collect emails so that you can do that. But anyway, uh, that's neither here nor there. My first commission was like 67 cents. And while that seems like it was absolutely nothing, it was incredibly powerful. It was an incredibly emotional time for me just because it was a proof of concept. Now, again, when you promote products over on Amazon, they pay you between one and 10% commission. That number is steadily decreasing when, you know, a couple years ago, it was much higher. It was a much better commission. Uh, but nowadays, because there's so many people promoting on Amazon and really Amazon is kind of the go-to when you need to purchase anything. That's the first thing people do is they jump on Amazon to see if Amazon has the best price, to see if Amazon even has it in stock, that they can keep reducing the commission payouts for their affiliates. And so I don't recommend, if you're listening to this, I don't recommend that you use Amazon for your primary source. Now, I do have Amazon on those dormant blogs, and I also use Amazon for you know products that I can't live without. For example, this microphone. I have an affiliate link probably somewhere for this microphone. Um, also, I have a, a network attached store, storage device. Basically, it's like a home server. It's where I keep all my all my files, all of my um, videos, all of my YouTube videos. I have the original copies on my my server 
here just in case something happens on YouTube I can still upload them and it doesn't consume all of my my hard drives um, I think I had my servers like 16 terabytes and it's like half full because the videos that I'm creating and uploading are in 4k they take up a lot of space anyway um, my first commission was like 67 cents. I was incredibly excited. I think I mentioned a few seconds ago that I'd actually been rejected for Amazon a few different times because I wasn't getting the qualified sales and it was incredibly frustrating and uh, I was ready to give up just because it's, it was hard. I mean, you know, with, when you're blogging, one of the drawbacks with blogging in 2018, 2019 is it takes forever to get discovered and find traffic. Um, what I found was what you needed to do in order to get discovered and find traffic is to go out and get your traffic. That's why I say all the time, you need to go out and take what's yours in business. Uh, take what you feel like you deserve because no one's going to give it to you. The way that blogging is set up for, uh, the, yeah, the way the blogging is set up on, on, on Google is that you uh, submit a blog and it just kind of sits there and it goes through, you know, kind of like the sandbox thing and it's being tested against other websites and blogs and things that are established. And if you don't have any domain authority, you don't have any credibility on your website, it's going to be even longer. It's going to be, it's going to have a much more difficult time to start gaining traction. And what I recommend that you do if you're just getting started is to simply go out and take your traffic, go out to a website like Quora and answer questions in your niche and then send people back to your webpage. For example, um, I do this, I, I used to do this with my YouTube channel. I would answer questions about affiliate marketing and making money online. I would answer maybe two or three paragraphs and then I would say, hey, if this video helped you out, uh, check out my YouTube channel where I show you how to make money online step-by-step -step with affiliate marketing. And that actually worked pretty well. That helped me uh, gain footing and, and start, you know, get to the 1,000 subscriber mark that we all craved get to so that I could run ads on my, on my YouTube channel. And so that's what you have to do. If you're going to blog, uh, blogging is still uh, profitable. Uh, like I said, I have a number of blogs that are dormant that are getting tons of page views um, and clicks and sales as we speak. Um, you got to go out and get your traffic in the beginning, show Google, show Bing, Yahoo, DuckDuckGo that, that your content is quality. Uh, you also have to do a lot of things, right? You have to do keyword research correctly. You have to accurately assess the competition. Uh, for example, um, is their writing quality any good? Do they have a short blog post? Do they not answer the question at all? You have to assess all of those things in order to figure out if, if you can even compete. Uh, one of the major, one of the other m mistakes that I made with my first blog was keyword research. I was in such a hurry to write and, you know, get to the, the finish line, which is the money, get to the money that I didn't accurately assess my competitors. I was trying to write against major competitors in the market who had huge domain authority. And it was little old me sitting at my computer trying to write blog posts where I answered questions and solve problems. Now, it eventually, um, I did strike gold. And then one thing that helped me strike gold with that channel was I actually have a YouTube channel that's also dormant, but gets tons of views every single day. Um, I should, I should get back to that YouTube channel. Um, anyway, but, um, that's also another way to help yourself. If you can create a YouTube channel that is congruent with your blog, you can kind of ba create backlinks for yourself. So what I would do and what I do with my, my current blog, AustinGodbolt.com, is if I create a piece of content, let's say a YouTube video, I'll try and have a corresponding blog post so that I can put a blog 
link on my YouTube channel and then a um, YouTube video link on my blog. So that creates kind of like that backlink and that connection, which will give yourself a little bit more domain authority in both spaces because YouTube obviously has an incredible lot of domain authority, but um, that also helps you out. And so again, the, the moral of the story is you don't start off at the top. Um, unfortunately, you have to uh, go through some l learning and growing pains if you're trying to figure it out yourself. That's one of the drawbacks of just trying to do it all all on your own is um, you're going to go through maybe a long, longer learning curve, more growing pains. And that's why I certainly urge that if you can find a course that resonates with you, that will help you build an online business, enroll in that course because it's going to teach you uh, some of the tips and tricks. It's going to help you skip the line. Um, but that's, that's kind of that funny story. 67 cents. I was so excited because again, it was proof of concept before I hadn't made any money. Uh, you don't make really any money with Google ads. People just put on Google ads as like, um, icing on the cake, kind of like that topping. Let's say their goal is to get to 10 K per month. Um, they'll run Google ads to get the extra 200 or $300. They really don't pay you that much, uh, especially in the beginning. And so uh, that 67 cents was certainly proof of concept. And it showed me that you can make money online because in the beginning, you will be incredibly skeptical that you can make money online. Um, people will tell you that making money online is a scam. There's no way that you can do it. You have to be this huge mega brand in order to make a dollar online. But when I made that 67 cents, I think I even told my wife, hey, I just made, got a commission of 67 cents. And she, you know, she's excited that I was excited, but she had no idea what, what that really meant. So um, interesting times. Affiliate marketing, really anybody can do it. I like affiliate marketing because it's really, it, I've talked about this on the YouTube channel. It's the process and model is simple or easy, but it's, it's difficult to execute. One of the hardest things with affiliate marketing is just getting up every day and executing, doing the exact same thing. And some days you'll have massive results and some days you'll have no results. Um, I created a TikTok video showing that one day I made $0, like yesterday I made $0, but over the last seven days I made $1,000 with one, just one of my income streams. And that's what affiliate marketing is. And having confidence and trusting yourself and believing yourself and believing the process, everything that you're doing is working and will work so that you have long-term sustained success. So I think, I think that's a, that's a pretty funny story. Um, if, if you, if you agree, um, check out my, check out my blog, austingodbolt.com. Check out my YouTube channel, Austin Godbolt. Um, and I think I'm everywhere, just about everywhere under Austin Godbolt to make it easy for me to, to remember where I am, where I'm supposed to be. But um, most importantly with affiliate marketing, in my opinion, it is the easiest online business you can get started with relatively no barrier to entry. Um, you just find an affiliate program that you know, like, and trust, and then you create content to help solve people's problems. The, as I've said a few different times, the, the things that are working right now for me are um, TikTok, um, Pinterest, and then YouTube. Those are the three that are bringing me direct measurable results right now. Um, and when I mean measure, measurable results, I mean leads, sales, commissions, um, and just traffic to my, my opt-in page. And so if you're looking for a thing that you can do in your spare time, I mean, affiliate marketing can be done in just like an hour per day. It takes me almost no time to create TikTok videos. 
Um, you can find you can find inspiration either on YouTube videos. You can find inspiration on blog posts. For example, um, I just uploaded a video: five places you can sell used kids' toys. Um, obviously, I don't know that off the top of my head. I went and found inspiration via a blogging website, and then I uploaded it to YouTube, or excuse me, uploaded it to TikTok, and it gets traffic. And then I just add a call to action. I'll say uh, five websites to sell used kids toys. I'll go through the five and then I'll say, hey, if you want to know how you can make $1,000 per day with uh, passive income, go to alstongodbolt.com forward slash TikTok. The link is in the bio. And that's really it. Um, YouTube videos are obviously long form, but those are relatively easy to get started. Um, and you can you can do YouTube videos without showing your face. You can do YouTube, you can do TikTok videos without showing your face. Um, YouTube is all about keyword research because it is a search engine. You have to figure out what people want to know and then create that type of content, what people want to know. Um, and that's probably why people struggle with YouTube in the very beginning. If you can make it past, let's say a hundred videos, doing three videos a, a week, you can be successful on YouTube. And the reason why people struggle with YouTube is creating content that people don't care about. For example, if I did a day in the life of Alston, 90% of the people in the world aren't going to care about 99% of the people in the world aren't going to care about that because they don't care about me. They care about how I can solve their problem. Now, if you can figure out a way to solve their problem, uh, whether it's a how-to video or, or being entertained, if you can figure out how to solve their problem, then they're going to care about you eventually. But most people fail on, on YouTube because you know they're, they're creating vlogs. I mean, I don't really care about what... Jesse's doing down the street. I mean, how does that help me? How, how, what can Jesse provide who lives down the street? This is a made up name. What can he provide that I can't already get from a reality TV show? And oftentimes it's nothing. Uh, for example, let's use keeping up with the Kardashians. I've never seen a second of that show, but I know it's pretty popular. They fulfill a luxury lifestyle niche. You can see luxury and opulence and, you know, excess. That's that's their niche, fulfilling that space. Um, Jesse, who is a middle-class worker, <laughs> a middle-class worker, he, you know, he does a nine-to-five or eight-to-six, whatever it is, and then he comes home. Why do I care about what he did? Um, does he travel the world? Does he do vacations, you know, exotic vacations? If he doesn't, nobody cares. Um, most people don't care about thoughts and opinions because I can get that from, I can, I can get that from Twitter and Instagram and, uh, Facebook. So that's why people fail. I know this kind of just morphed into something else, but, um, that's why people fail with, with YouTube is they create content about things that they want people to know instead of creating content about what they create content about things that they think people should know. They create content about things that people should know, what they think people should know, instead of creating content about what people actually want to know. And those can be two very different things. Like I said, I could create a bunch of YouTube videos about a day in the life of waking up at 4 a.m. and sitting at a computer and doing a bunch of uploads and then uh, going about my day. But people aren't going to care about that unless I make them care about, um, unless I solve their problems, answer their questions. So uh, the moral of the story is, um, you just need to look for a little bit of hope 
uh, when it comes to starting an online business. Like I said, my first commission was 67 cents, but it was proof of concept that what I was doing can and will work if I just keep putting in the effort. And it's those little wins, those small wins that provide motivation when you're about ready to quit. And I certainly urge you that if you are not where you want to be with affiliate marketing or your online business in general, look for those little wins. Create cheap little wins for yourself because it's okay. Uh, maybe your your win should could be to have more people subscribe to your email list than people unsubscribe. Or maybe your goal is to get to 10 email subscribers per day. That's okay. I mean, that shows that you're moving forward. It shows that you're progressing. You are resonating and connecting with people in order for them to actually click on a link and go to your email list. Those are all wins. Um, and don't get discouraged. Don't get down. It's very easy, especially if you're a solopreneur, you're doing this all by yourself. Um, it's very easy to see all of the negative. Um, you see people online making, let's say, $2,000 as we speak, and you're just now getting five consistent email subscribers. So um, create short, small wins for yourself. Build off those wins. Give yourself some momentum and, and be excited uh, and get your first sale. If you haven't done it, if you haven't gotten your first 67, 67 cent commission, Go out and get that 67 cent commission and let me know that you did it. Hey guys, uh, thanks for joining the uh, Unemployed Podcast. If you guys have any questions, if you guys want to know how to start an online business, uh, definitely go to alstongodbolt.com forward slash start. It is a landing page where you will um, enter in your email address and you'll get a free ebook, show you step by step how to start an affiliate marketing business. Thanks for listening and I will see you tomorrow. <laughs>